prepare to strike. Fighters ready. Engage. Six. One. Four. Six. One. Six, one, four. Welcome or welcome back to 614 Punch, uh, the show about the fighting game community in Columbus, the people, the places, the players, and all that fun stuff. Uh, I'm Felicia, a.k.a. Caco Princess, and I co-host this show with... Hey, I'm Travis, Perfidious N, also, both of those. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we are here today for another special interview we have on the show. Today we are interviewing one of the coolest TOs in the Columbus scene, Poppy. Oh, thanks. <laughs> How we doing? All right, so why don't you introduce yourself a little bit, dude? Um, okay. Well, I'm Compy. Um, I'm a uh, grumpy old man uh, in FGC. That decided to be a dumbass and start running uh, fighting game tournaments <laughs> and also string said fighting game tournaments. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. Mm. So we're just gonna um, we're just gonna grill you for the next however long about uh, you running the tournaments here. All right, sounds good. All right, so to kick it off, just to go. Let's go all the way back to the beginning, a long time ago in a galaxy far away. <laughs> long how, time ago. Whew. How did you get in the fighting games? Like, what is the first fighting game you remember playing and really getting into? Um, I feel like that's a little, that kind of question kind of depends. So as far as getting into fighting games, um, when I was a kid, uh, going to arcades, and at the arcade, I fell in love with Street Fighter 2. That was, like, the big thing when I was growing up. And then, you know, I got a Super Nintendo and, of course, got Street Fighter 2 and, you know, all of the cool fighting games that came out in that era. Um, so I would say that, like, that's what got me into fighting games and playing them in general. But I had no idea about the fighting game community until... Of course, seeing the uh, Daigo Perry. <laughs> so I saw that video and I was like, oh, shit, people actually like have tournaments for stuff. And so I went and looked it up. And then that uh, in those days, it was sure you can actually have the forums and mm -hmm. inside the forums, they had, um, you know, like a page for your local community and i found columbus on there and this was uh of course around the street fighter 4 era um so yeah i'm one of the uh, filthy o-niners shoot o-niners have 10 years of experience though at this point we're OGs i know now. that makes us <laughs> yeah we're, we're old men and um technically i i didn't actually like go to a fighting game thing probably until like 2010 though but yeah and being in Columbus uh, at that time, everybody was playing Street Fighter 4. I did play a little Street Fighter 4, but I didn't um, love that game very much. 
and discovered our local Marvel vs. Capcom 2 scene. And that game, I was like, okay, this is sweet. <laughs> and the rest is history, I guess. <laughs> so that kind of brings up a good point, because the next thing we're going to ask is, well, you're known for, one of the things you're known for is running, helping run a series called Get Off My Lawn, which focuses on older games. Mm-hmm. So- you generally prefer would you say you generally prefer older games over newer ones well i i, I also run burst and bruise and at burst and bruise we do run modern games yeah we'll, we'll get to that but in general um yes and no like when it comes to capcom yes <laughs> outside of that uh you know i play a lot of anime fighting games so no, that that makes sense. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I would probably say there's more older games that I play just because of, um, my history in the fighting game scene, I guess, and like the people I hang out with. You know, we tend to play a lot of random old games, so I probably play them more. But I definitely have a lot of fun playing. Uh, anime games and I know I said uh, Capcom but I do actually like Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. It's a good game. Yeah mm-hmm. I like that game it's a pretty good good game um, I, I have a hot take that I actually prefer that game over Marvel 3 Oh that is a hot take I like that if you would have said <laughs> yeah I like that that's good. No, I, can, I can totally understand it though there are I'm one of those people that actually prefers 2v2 over 3v3s. So, Me too, actually, yeah. Yeah, so I think in general I'd rather play... Oh, I wasn't going to go that far. No. <laughs> um, when I play games where you can pick how many people are on your team, like the Capcom versus SNK series or Skullgirls, I realized that I always went with two-person teams. So when everybody was freaking out, it's like, NBC Infinite is only going to have two-people teams. And I'm like, well, don't you think teams of three gets a little too chaotic at times oh i love that chaos marvel 2 is my first game so there there will never be another game like marvel 2 in my opinion which i think really sucks basically marvel baby yeah the the original marvel (laughs) but well not the original but you know we get you for most people i think the original marvel was marvel 2 yeah I mean, I also like X-Men Street Fighter. That game's really sick. Yeah, I, I was fine with Marvel Infinite being two people because I have bad dexterity, and I was like, all right, two people is a lot more manageable for me than three people. I don't have to destroy <laughs> my hands doing these combos. Yeah, those that, that game's hard on your hands. <laughs> Even two people is rough, but three people is like, I couldn't do it. Right. Now, speaking of X-Men versus Street Fighter, we're kind of sort of the first video game i ever saw an arcade machine of ever was marvel superheroes versus street fighter but i saw it in the weirdest place i saw it it in the pool room of a hotel in chicago okay that is pretty weird i know it's like i wanted to play on it but i think my uncle said something on the lines of i'd probably get shocked because um the water from my hands would get into the buttons. I mean, maybe that's just me remembering it correctly, but that's something I kind of remember about it. <laughs> hmm. 
So we kind of touched on it a little bit. We're saying you like uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, but like of the current batch of fighting games, like what what games are you really liking of the the new era, like the current stuff of the current era? Um, probably my I would probably put Marvel Infinite up there as probably like my favorite of the bunch. Number six is pretty fun. Uh, I like Tekken 7, but I'm very casual when it comes to Tekken. 3D games in general, I'm really casual, but I have fun messing around with uh, Tekken a little bit. Um, I had fun playing Mortal Kombat 11 also, but I need to like actually play it more. Same with Sam Show. Sam Show is definitely up my alley. Yeah, um, I was really enjoying Sam Show. I think yeah. um, I like Mortal Kombat 11, like... To keep on the topic of, of anime games and stuff, I think that game feels a lot like an anime game with the mechanics they introduced. Really? I got yeah. that vibe more from Injustice 2, personally. But I think it was also just when I... The button layout I used for Injustice 2 was basically like a... Um, you know, an anime-style game where it's A, B, C at the top and then D, uh, where your light kick button would go. Yeah, just like... Mortal so, Kombat like, 11 having uh having perfect blocking and like a bunch of meters it's like I don't know I just got a real anime game vibe from that like there's a burst mm-hmm. yeah yeah I got it a little more with Injustice 2 but I I definitely see the the comparison at least from uh system mechanics but when it comes to like feel I don't really get that vibe but um, Injustice 2, I got that vibe more in the feel in play, I guess. Because it almost kind of is like Blaze Blue in the sense of, hey, I have ABC and you could just, you might as well call the trait button drive. Yeah, trait is like drive, yeah. <laughs> so, like that game kind of felt it a lot more to me of the newer games, but uh, which I do kind of like that game a little bit too. Um, I'd probably say those are probably the main games new wise that i like um i'll casually play like undernight but only casually when i start playing somebody who actually like really plays that game i'm not a fan <laughs> so basically you wouldn't want to take on juicy you'd want to take on someone like me instead because i have no idea what i'm doing as much as you do when you <laughs> For, yeah <laughs> Dude, we could play. I have like I have two good uh, Eltonum combos, <laughs> and those carry oh, me there to, you go. to moderate victory sometimes. There you go. I have a couple of uh, Wagner combos and a couple uh, Markava combos and Biakia. I got a couple good combos from Taco Bell. Does that count? <laughs> I, I like that none of us like. Yeah, I don't. I'm not good at this character. I can do like two combos though. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I have a couple combos. It makes me an expert, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, another thing you're most well, you're very well known for in the scene, aside from hosting of the uh, tournaments and whatnot, is you stream them. So, mm-hmm. what do you say are some of the things you enjoy the most about? Now, technically, Travis just wrote streaming FGC tournaments, but I want to also ask, what do you enjoy most about hosting them as well? So, hosting and streaming like bursts and brews, or helping with stuff like Cap City Cruise, which as of this recording, 
Um, so as far as streaming, uh, I hate it. <laughs> it's <Okay>. a blow up. <laughs> it really is. Really honest here. I like it. Um, um, but yeah, there's just yeah, like so many things that can go wrong streaming, but I don't know. Uh, it's fun. Like when you have that good stream and there's no issues and everything looks good, sounds good, whatever. Uh, it's, uh, rewarding, I guess you, and, um, it's also nice when I can, uh, chill and commentate with somebody who like kind of knows you know what they're doing commentary wise and i can uh stream and just kind of chat with them and get to actually watch some like good gameplay you know so like that part of streaming i like um hosting is just getting everybody together uh to play games and for me personally if you pay like the the events i run typically focus on um what i would say like gaps in our community um in my actual day-to-day job i'm a business analyst so i have to look for gaps and fill them and that's kind of where i see myself as a tournament organizer so Uh, you're kind of like running tournaments for games that you don't think get enough shine is what you're saying basically okay and or like say Cap City Cruise for example, nobody runs team tournaments, so I, I put an all team tournament together. You know, um, right? Yeah, most of the stuff we do is like just basic double elimination brackets. I, I like. I think we do need more variety in the FGC with like team tournaments and uh, especially we'll say it a style and stuff like that. Yeah, like, like the team thing. So that's actually something I wanted to do that for a long time was put together a team tournament. Um, it's still not where I want it, but you know, it was our first one. So we got a lot of, uh, growth to do. Um, and it definitely, I don't think I could do that particular event without the help of our team, which I just, I finally have a team now, which is nice. Uh, before for so long, it's been me, (laughs) the one man crew, (laughs) Uh, but now with the team with Zion and uh, Maxim Ace, like I felt comfortable doing that team event and putting you know more modern games on there. Therefore, okay, more players. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I feel good about doing that. Having a team now. Um, and it was a lot of fun to me that just getting people together. Uh, team tournaments are a blast to me like i have a lot of fun playing in team tournaments um and then you know obviously for the weekly uh there's not very many places that run just anime focused weekly events and that was something i want to do and uh, i'm especially happy with how we did our our last season and i want to kind of do a similar thing for our upcoming season um where we we had you know two uh, current anime games and then two legacy anime games, if you will. Uh, I thought that was really cool, and I will do that again. Yeah, I think uh, you had... Uh, I'm blanking on the name, but it was an older Guilty Gear game. Uh, help me yeah, out we here. had Plus R. Okay, yeah, and you were getting really good entrance for that. I thought that was pretty cool. 
That yeah, one. it was great. I love uh, that's like I, I like the uh, OG Guilty Gear is a ton of fun. When you say OG Guilty Gear, do you mean like Guilty Gear '98 OG? Uh, is there a Guilty Gear '98? <laughs> well, '98 was when the original one came out, which is why I said that to be. Oh, I thought you were saying it in like a KOF '98 type thing. Uh, uh, no. um, well. Uh, more so like for me getting into guilty gear is more like around accent core so i guess that's that's not quite og because i know there's like i get you i get you i guess that kind of answers one of the other questions we had so i guess we might as well skip to it so you said you started burst and bruise mostly because you felt like there wasn't like a good weekly anime series what what was there anything else that went into the idea of that? And what made you decide to host it specifically at level one and work with the people there? Well, so with level one, um, it was kind of uh, uh, a lot of things that went into play. So um, there, at the time we started Burst and Bruce, they were uh, a new barcade. And... Um, you know slayer kfk he's a really good friend of mine mm-hmm. and um he was also he had a job there and he was like uh long before me and slayer and uh some other people um uh through uh we did like a little arcade thing um and we had people come through and play random games and we ran random tournaments uh for fun basically and you know the venue died unfortunately it was like under straight up underground arcade basically and it went to went away but i had a lot me and slayer talked and man it'd be cool to actually like just run events somewhere have a venue that type of thing and when level one was coming around they're like man they kind of wanted to get uh events there and i also the their manager dj he a long time ago he he was pretty active in the fighting game community and he was a friend of mine also in the fighting game community and so he was like hey you guys should run events they the bar wanted me to run street fighter 5 and i said um, if you're going to run Street Fighter Five, that's putting you in competition with two other locals. And I just don't see that doing very well. Um, why don't we run Guilty Gear instead? I was like, it's probably the next most popular game. So let's do it. And they were like, okay, fine. And then they gave me full reign to do everything I needed for it. And here we are. So you said level level one is a uh, how long have they been around? Like, are they were they just built kind of in the past couple of years or? Uh, probably like four years or so now. Oh, so they're really new. I didn't know. Yeah, I thought they've been there new. for a while, like three or four years, something like that. I used to work at the movie theater a couple doors down from where level one is, and I didn't remember seeing it when I worked there. So that came. So that definitely is a recent thing because I worked at that theater in like 2014 and 2015, and I don't remember seeing the barcade. 
I remember getting Chipotle like once a month though, but that's a different story. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So they are a newer place. That, that's really cool that they uh, collaborated with you and they're like, <laughs> that they were cool with you not running Street Fighter because yeah, we had at that point we had a uh, Monday and Tuesday weekly in our local scene and it would have been like, are people going to come out three mm -hmm. days a week to play Street Fighter? Probably not. Right. I, I, I think that's that would have been a very hard sell. So, uh, and we're kind of getting there. Like we, we have three locals. It's a lot for people. <laughs> and, and I think we're adding a fourth now. So goodness. It does end up working out because like all the game, every local is pretty different. Like they're all different games. So yeah, they, that's the one good thing there. There's, there's generally aren't people. There's like one person. I isn't going to go through all four <laughs> weeklies or all three at this point. Right. So you did talk a bit about some of the challenges that come from streaming. You said sometimes it's just hard to get that flow going. What would you say are some of the things that usually come up when you're streaming or hosting that just makes you go, ugh, this, this again, or just some of the challenges you have to overcome in general? Well, the streaming, the, the one thing that's like really annoying stream-wise, uh, particularly with like retro and stuff, is there's just a ton of equipment involved and you have to almost like, like with retro you if something's messing up you have to figure out where in your setup it's messing up uh so you have to kind of troubleshoot that a little bit uh the other big thing is audio is just really easy to have issues with um it's a lot uh a lot better when you're using things like mixers and so on. I, that makes it significantly easier. Easier. That would be like my big stream tip for people is if you if you're having nightmares with audio, just get a mixer. <laughs> oh, yeah, mixers are wonderful for stuff like that. Yeah. Um, as far as events, oh god, anything can go wrong. So you, hey, you can have the stream, <laughs> and that you know sometimes you know the streamer will want to get the uh to involved in that you know that because uh, everybody want wants um their tournament streamed you know uh the other thing uh running behind on stuff that always happens um especially you know the fgc likes to run on fgc central time so you have to there's not much you can do about yeah, that, like, especially for local stuff. Um, uh, it happens all the time. Everybody, you know, f we we start the tournament. So like Cap City, we started the, we set the time for one o'clock. Nobody show up until one o'clock, even though I put on there, you know, venues open at noon. Everybody there. still shows up at one, and of course, there's a registration and payment process. So. What's that mean? You can't start at one. Everybody's just now getting here. So nobody you know. knows the old saying to be early is to be on time, and to be on time is to be late. As right. Ludwig the second once said. Yeah, so you you'll have things like that. Um another big challenge that you'll have with events is you know, you always have those players who like to play every game, and that can definitely hold up your bracket. Uh, yeah. and, and there's just not a lot about it 
Cap City, it seemed like every five minutes, either you or Zion was like yelling about a player who was stuck playing another game. We were like, ah! Yeah. Um, they shouldn't have to deal especially with well, teams, it's a little more of a challenge. Um, because you're now you're waiting on two people, not one or three, you know? So it's a little more of a challenge in those situations for a team tournament, but at least you didn't have to deal with anything as crazy as a uh, Vic Viper at Combo Breaker this year, 2019. Uh, I I got I had a bracket get Vic Viper before. <laughs> I'm no I'm no stranger to getting Vic Viper. Yeah. <laughs> so are there is there anything that that would like help you? Um run a tournament or stream smoother like is there is there a piece of equipment like some magical equipment you could buy that would that would alleviate all your stream issues or is it just like user error and waiting for people at this point oh for like streaming yeah Um, is there anything that would like help you improve your stream or like help streams run better well i mean for streaming in general it's just the better equipment you have that helps uh no stuff um uh, just having everything um i i I think it's for streaming if the the less uh convoluted your stream setup the better yeah for sure you have to carry less stuff at the end of the night too right um but I don't know. I mean, there's not. I don't think there's really any magic device to make streaming not a blop, especially for like retro. You know, old cables die. <laughs> yeah. So having backup cables. That's... To quote another musician, always have a backup for your backup. That's something David Lee. Right. That's, that, yeah, that's. I mean, that's the main thing for streams having backups. But I mean, sometimes you just kind of have. To, backups that's it <laughs> all the punches yeah so i sort of remember you telling me about this a couple weeks ago but um are there any is there any like new equipment or like new tech that's that you use to stream older games like i knew that i know you're using things you you run a lot of the older games like vampire savior off of uh, arcade boards but right is there like any new tech in that type area that would help you run old games um, so I am on a pre-order for the CPS2 uh, HDMI mod. Ooh, uh, exciting. Yeah, so for my Darksoft, uh, for those who don't know, Darksoft board is a, a little add-on board you can buy for your CPS2. Um, CPS2 is the popular Capcom arcade hardware that, you know, things like Vampire Savior, Super Turbo, um, Street Fighter Alpha, etc. They're all on um, CPS2. And what the Darksoft allows you to do is it is um, a add-on board that gives you every game that was ever on the CPS2. So you can, it basically makes it like a multi board for all of the CPS2 games. And it's the real hardware. So you're not like emulating anything. Uh, it's all just the real deal hardware. Every Capcom CPS2 game ever made on one board. So for my 
Darksoft modded board. I'm getting the HDMI mod installed. But I have to wait for when that... I'm on a pre-order for it, so whenever that comes, that will help tremendously. Um, you know, having a HDMI output is really handy for capture cards. Mm-hmm. So um, are you... Are you running on uh when you run the tournaments uh at the weeklies like Vampire Savior? Are you running those on HDTVs or are they CRTs right now? Well, so when we do burst in Vampire Savior, um, because you have to think for burst and brews, we have a very small window to run things, and um, due to numbers and all that, we just run PS3 for it. At okay, so the PS3 version, gotcha. Yeah, for for Burst and Brews specifically. But when we ever do like a weekend Burst and Brews or anything on the weekend, like at Cap City, that was all arcade. Um, So whenever we do weekend stuff there, yeah, we definitely run it on the uh, arcade hardware. And when we're running it off the arcade hardware, we usually bring in a PVM. uh, That's a professional video monitor. Um, They're basically high-end CRTs um, that give you... Somebody needs to turn off their Discord notifications, by the way. Uh, I I can't hear. (laughs) Yeah, it's just going crazy with the beeps. Okay, I got got a way to turn it off. Shoot. Um, Uh, If you go into your notifications, uh, you have a server turned on. Uh, notifications. Okay. We're all learning a lot today. Yeah, it's just... Okay, that helps a little bit. Sorry about that. It's okay. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so the PV, it's still on. (laughs) Notifications off. What gives? Oh my goodness. Hold on. You Um, don't want it blue. (laughs) Nice. You might have to mute the server. It's make, making new noises now. I, I know, it's going crazy. <laughs> oh, goodness. Off. Oh. Oh. It's playing a whole song. No, I, okay. Okay. Now, nobody message. Nobody message me for the next five minutes. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Um, this is the most professional podcast on the FGC you will ever hear. We're figuring it out. We're only 10 episodes in. We're figuring it out. We're true professionals. (laughs) I would just mute every server you're in and then you're good. Okay, keep keep it going, copy. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, so uh, PVM, like I said, it's a really nice uh, CRT. Gives you RGB uh video so your arcade games and your old consoles they look really nice on them uh basically and they also make streaming a little bit easier because a lot of pvms also have an output so you can take the output and you don't need a splitter you just hook up the output to wherever you're running your video uh in my case and most people i most people i know who do retro uh, they're running that output into a, oh, something like an OSSC, which um, that's a um, 
device that lets you take RGB, RGB video and convert it to HDMI. So that way you can uh, put an HDMI signal into your capture card. And it upscales too, so it's nice. So it takes like a... Um, you can do like Leiden 2X, etc. to make it look sharper and better. See, that's good because like I feel like a lot of like my TV doesn't even have RGB, so like the move to HDMI does make a lot of sense. Oh, absolutely. Well, like just for recording, it just makes it a lot easier. Right. In general, and it looks better, so at least on the the capture card. Makes you wonder what they use when you see tournaments hosted on actual cabinets. Like I saw a while back a Virtual Fighter 2 tournament uh from japan like they the tournament was uploaded to youtube but there was like a live stream with cameras on the mm-hmm. player the actual game footage and it was one mm-hmm. of those games where each person got to play on one side and i was wondering hmm whenever they're using to stream this yeah so for something like that they're probably using um and then they also uh take there's like jama to rgb video ca- connections that they can use and then you can take that uh, RGB video and pump it into the capture card. That's how you would do it. My ca- uh, my capture card can take right from an arcade directly. Nice. But All I right. don't do that. <laughs> All right, I guess just to wind down here. Um, so for the future of Burst and Bruise, do you have any long-term goals that you want to hit? Like, do you want to get... A hundred man bracket of the tournament. What do you want to do? What's the what's coming? Oh up? hell no! Please. <laughs> I don't uh, know if the bar could fit a hundred people. To be honest, I'm too I'm too old for all that, man. I don't want all that stress in my life. That's why I don't run Smash. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because if you're running Smash, you know the old man has to deal with all the little childrens that don't know how to use deodorant in their shower. Oh, I wasn't going to make any disses like that. I was just saying I'm not trying to deal with a hundred man bracket. Oh yeah, no, yeah, it would. That might be a fire hazard in that location, to be honest. Right. <laughs> but um, as far as bursts and brews, uh, for me, the the goals I have, I just want you know to keep giving uh, the anime, the AFGC in Columbus, a place they can play, and you know their games are you know, respected and uh, treated as the main event, you know, because, you know, it's not something we typically have for AFGC stuff. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the more people playing, the better. I do like that. Let's just not try and do like 100 people. Um, (laughs) Yeah, more people, but less than 100. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. How about that? Nine is okay, but a hundred is too many. Yeah, that's that's a bridge too far. <laughs> sure, well, <laughs> that's, that's the strong. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I want to, you know, better better prizes if possible. You know, if we outgrow the space, we outgrow the space. Uh, I would. I, I really like our space, though, so I don't really see that. And uh, just number wise, I don't see that happening anytime soon. But um, it would be nice to have better, bigger and better prizes for our season winners and stuff like that. 
Are you just um, money prizes, or would you be like hoping to be able to give out things like gift cards or like an actual? Well, trophy? well, we You've give a gift card out before, actually. Yeah, I've yeah, I have uh, paid for two people to go to see Otaku. Oh wait a minute, that's right. I forgot. I forgot you did that. That's right. I yeah. was terribly at like burst and bruise. I never have a chance of getting the prizes. That's why I never paid attention. <laughs> Fair, <laughs> but yeah, we yeah we did that before. Prize the top that cost me a lot of money. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, li- I like giving uh, back to the AFGC in Columbus, so better prizes are always fun. Um, I want to do more weekend events, and now we're at a place where you know they're letting me do more weekend events at the venue, so uh, I guess keep your eye out for that. We're gonna have some more weekend bursts and brews and um that's probably mostly my goals for bursts and brews as far as other things i run um i i do kind of have get off my lawn a little back burner right now um i would like to do it more but it's i I think it's just hard getting a bunch of old grumpy FGC dudes together on a regular basis. Or is yeah. it harder to get young kids off your lawn, which is tougher? <laughs> right. Well, that, but, is, uh, that is the thing where, like, a lot of us have pretty busy schedules. And, like, I, I know for tournaments, if I'm going to go to a tournament, I want to know, like, three weeks in advance or a month. So, you know, you kind of have to plan that mm-hmm. out far in advance for people. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I, I do know... So, like, lately, or as of recently, I've been doing more um, all-Marvel-focused events, and I miss my Marvel homies, so I think it's about due for me to put another one of those together. So, I I think that's something I definitely want to do. I know... Yeah, I think that uh, I I did charity events before too. I would like to do it. that was cool. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see an event where all four of the actual Marvel versus games are represented, and I want it to be called something silly like Marvel Baby, so people could say, "What event are you going to this weekend?" It's Marvel Baby. Yeah, I know you're playing Marvel, but what's the event? I mean. My Marvel event last year did have MVC1, MVC2, MVC3, and MVCI. Yeah, it'll be fun. I I did that last year, so I must have I probably missed it. I was probably too like stressed out from Chipotle to notice because I was probably still working there at the time. <laughs> Fair enough. We had a good turnout. It was nice. So I uh, yeah, I definitely want to do that again. Um and then Cap City, I want to grow that more and more. So that, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So the problems with esports is you have to appeal to everybody. So a lot of the formats and whatnot have to be so basic. Whereas with the locals, you can have more variety. You have Cap City. You have Tekken Caliber. You have uh, Salt uh, Salty Sunday, which I really hope Keese does again soon. Like just mm-hmm. those more out there events where. It's not commercial. It's just, okay, we're going to do something crazy. Let's see how it goes. Right. 
Yeah, it was a lot of fun throwing Cap City Cruise, so I definitely want to do that again. So you said um, you want to get more people like uh, like bigger prizes and uh, giveaways. I don't know if giveaways are the right word, but have you thought of looking into like, uh, I don't know, using like uh, your stream subscription money or like doing Matcherino to like help pay people up? Uh, I I actually did a lot. I was going, I, I tested out Matcherino uh, for a Burst and Bruise once. And honestly, it wasn't a very successful for us um i think you have to have a lot of clout <laughs> to make Macharino work I just, that makes sense. Selling bath water and you'll get all the clout you need <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah just buy this jar of bath water and donate ten dollars to the pot right and for the for it, context the the people getting stds from drinking the bath water happen that's recently. not a real thing it's not happening yeah, that's not a real thing. That was actually... Oh, wait, that was fake? Yes. <laughs> oh, wait, the STD part or the actual drinking part? None of that's confirmed. <laughs> all right, we... Okay, so we know that... All right. This might be... I don't know if this... This will probably still be relevant by the time this comes out, but there's this cosplayer girl who is selling her bathwater online. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's hot in the streets right now. It's buying bathwater. Yeah. I ain't going to knock the hustle. I respect it. I definitely respect it. But we don't, yeah. there are no documented cases of people drinking it. Yeah, it probably not. happened, but we don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't even think you can transfer like that. Who, who knows? But yeah, it, it seems like the internet loves seeing money getting thrown around, but the internet doesn't like to actually throw out the money, if you know exactly. what I mean. Exactly. Yeah. It's like streamers mm-hmm. love to see, like, when Knuckle do uh, actually made it rain while walking onto the stage at CEO, I think last year or something like that. But people don't like actually donating to the streams because it's like everybody thinks entertain. At least I think this is just Americans, but Americans think that entertainment should be free half the time. They don't like paying for anything. Uh, I mean, that's the, the FGC also. I mean, yeah, but I don't know. Uh, I probably should like for me personally. I'm, I'm like I don't focus on streaming. Um, I, I have like thankfully I have like a really good stream setup for somebody who doesn't focus on it. But uh, I, don't know, I probably should focus more on it than I do, and, and I think it's something I kind of want to do more of. But. Um, for me, my primary focus, to be honest, is giving people a place to play games they might not normally get. Yeah, just so just running the tournaments right now is the uh, is the motive. Yeah, that's why. Like for Cap Cap City would have been a nightmare if I had to stream. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We actually uh, we got assists from a uh, Matchstick Melee and Vampire Arcadia. So shout out yeah. to them. Yes, and. Uh, um, ha- when we get to interview Matt eventually here, his side of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, I- did, he, he did a good job. I know he uh, uh, he was having some audio issues with Super Turbo. Uh, I remember that. Shout out to analog equipment. Like I said, it's those are always challenges, but it is what it is. It makes me... It, the, the, I think the fun part of interviewing him is going to be because he looks so cool and calm when he's streaming, but I wouldn't be surprised if 
because I always felt you were the same way, Compi. Like it looks like you had everything together, but like you said, like in the back of your mind, just like oh, I hope this doesn't fail, and I'm. <laughs> That is going to be the same way when we talk about eventually. Well, when I was like early on streaming, I had this shitty ass mixer and it ruined my life and gave me so many problems. <laughs> are, you, are you talking about that multi-mix eight or did you have something before that? Uh, something before that. Oh. It was like a, a Lisi's or whatever. I don't know. It was stupid. It sucked. But I have a Mackie, and then I also have a. Uh, the Mackie is great. Like, audio sounds phenomenal on that, but that's like a big ass fucking mixer. And, uh, you know, it's a, it, it's a pain in the ass to carry, but it sure sounds great. But uh, I have a little Yamaha that's like really tiny and fit. I, I have like one bag that can fit all my gear. It's perfect for locals, and I still get, you know, the um, XLR headsets and all that good stuff with it. So it's a nice, convenient device. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, just to wrap it up. Is there uh, anything else to add? Anything, anything, or anyone you want to plug before we get out of here? Um. So yeah. Um. I guess like if I'm gonna add anything, um, one. Uh, fairly recently um, a member of our community, uh, Pat um, Emba Kemp, passed away, unfortunately. He was um, really one of the nicest guys I've ever met in our community. He was a regular at uh, Person Brews um, alongside his brother, uh, Jason uh, Jedem. Um you know, one of the sweetest guys I've ever met, man. That dude, that dude's just like super nice. And you know, unfortunately, he passed away. Um, you know, like due to complications and stuff with like cancer. And uh, yeah, he was a really good dude. And he was only, you know, I think like thirty years old or something like that. So that was pretty sad. And um, I don't know. Maybe it would be cool to do something for him also. But, um, yeah, rest in peace, Pat. And, uh, you know, obviously my condolences to his family as well and Jason. Maybe for uh, that you were talking about, maybe raise some money for his family or something. Um, they, did, they, they did have a um, GoFundMe, and uh, I, I donated to that and it, from – uh, you know, like it gives you um, emails or whatever. It, it looks like they met their goal there. So maybe um, it'd be better to do like a, a maybe like a memorial event. Um, I know Cirque was kind of talking about something like that. Um, so maybe more so a charity to like cancer or something, but in honor of Pat, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Um, other than that, you know, play the games you love. Who cares about esports? All you need is like two people and you have a scene, you know, you can build it from there. Play what you love. Fuck esports. Yeah. Esports is whack. It, it is pretty whack with all the drama that goes on, like on Twitter and whatnot. I'm glad to be able to just go to locals and be like, 
know what? I could just shut off Twitter and I can just play games with my friends. And we really have to thank guys like you, Compy, for making that happen in the scene. So thank you. You're welcome. But here, here's the most important thing to conclude with. Who's funnier, Travis or me? Oh, goodness. <laughs> wow. No, we're going to cut this. Uh, cut all this. Sign us out. We're out of here. We're not going to destroy the podcast nine episodes in. <laughs> I think the Discord notifications did. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sign us out. We're out of here. Okay. I guess. All right. not, not See. To everybody, uh, once again, Compi, thank you very much for being on the show. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And big thank you from to all the listeners. This has been Felicia, a.k.a. Kako Princess. And... Oh, yeah, it's Travis. I'm out of here. See ya. <laughs> yeah, Bye. Have a good one. And don't do it at least not without us, because we want to have fun. Right. <laughs> Does the robot sign you off, too? Yeah, he'll make a noise.